Have you heard about Anchor? It is the easiest way to start a podcast. Let me explain. It is free and has creation tools to help you record and edit from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. Plus, you can earn money with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to get started. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Get Ready for the Dress. I am your host, Coach Jay. I am so excited to have you here with me going through this journey. We're going to laugh, cry. We're going to share life experience, have fun in the process. We're going to build a powerful, beautiful sisterhood right here in this safe place where we can share all of life experience talk about any and everything whatever dress you may be facing it could be a marriage divorce single parent um loneliness singleness i am here as your host thank you for joining us Like she said, um, I am, I, so I started out as a child not um, liking the life I had. There was nothing wrong with the life, but you know, when you, um, when you're, you're been shaken from something you used to, like my parents, when I was nine, my parents um, had got a divorce and I was nine and I was the um, used to my dad being at home because I was a daddy's girl. You know how that is, a daddy's girl. And um, my world was shaking. So I took it out at school. I had anger problems. I had anger problems, uh, problems when I went to school. Um, they couldn't teach me nothing because you know what? I had an attitude because my world was shaking. So what that did for me was labeled me. I became a label. Um, I became a labeled child. I became a child that um, that didn't want to learn. A child that had an attitude problem. And what do they do with labeled kids? They set you aside. So they set you aside. So basically, I had um, I didn't I did not they they put me aside and then I didn't apply myself. So I'll take my ownership. I didn't apply myself. So what did that do? That um, that hurt me along the way in life. Um, when I got in high school, I was still labeled. Um, I was labeled until I graduated um, 
until I graduated and they just graduated me. So they didn't graduate me because I earned it. They just graduated me because they were tired of me, you know? So um, that hurted me in life. Um, and then I start having the feeling of I would never be nothing or I wouldn't mount up to anything because of being labeled, you know? I start owning the label. I start taking, acting like what they gave me, you know, the label they gave me because that's what I knew. Um, I knew that and that's what they said and I owned, I took what they were as literal. Literally, I took it. You're bringing me, I'm getting tears like right now, like I feel you because I, I know, I'm like, you're triggering something to me because, you know, I had the same thing growing up, but labels, I cannot stand labels yeah exactly but you know because you know you know you more than that but what I had a powerful praying grandmother who prayed for me and she would always say not that rebuke that no that's a that not that devil you know you're not you're better than that and um, I had to believe that though Jenny I had to believe that because I believe what the school told me they said you'll never be nothing you'll never be able to mount up to anything you'll never you know you'll never do anything in life. You're gonna have five kids and you're gonna be on welfare. That's That was said to me. I have no kids, never been on welfare, thank the Lord. Um, but I start believing that because that's what was fed to me. You know what I mean? Because no one wanted to take the time in the school system and, and challenge my disability, which was not a disability, but to them. You know what I mean? So, um, so I walked around with that for a long time. I walked around with that for a long time, but it was, like I said, I had a praying grandmother who knew the Lord and believed in the Lord. And she started, and my mom as well, my mom and my dad would always tell me, you can do anything you want to do. You want to do, you put your mind to, you can be anybody you want to. So they was feeding positive things, but you at school more than you at home, right? So you got all that negative enforced. And then not only that, but the circle you run around with, the circle, because you know, you trying to be with the in crowd. So, you know, you still got that negative positive, that negative feed from that circle too. And the, and the teachers that labeled you, and then you come home. So you got that small support at home when I said small, because you know, you're getting enforced at home, but it's the hours are not adding up. So um, I was just, you know, I believe that. But what happened, my turnaround point was, i never forget, um, I was a senior. No, I wasn't a senior. I was 17. I got jumped. I got jumped by six ladies, six girls. Jumped me, girl, cut my face up. And i never forget, my grandmother said, you got to, she had me to pray. She said, um, I need you to get on your knees and pray now. And pray, pray the the anger out of me, the work, the bad attitude, you know what I mean? Cause I had, I still had a bad attitude cause my, 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 my parents are still separated. I'm still living, you know, my mom, I'm living with my mom, but I still go see my dad. I have two little sisters under me. So I still have this attitude. I'm still not completely, you know, understanding. So, um, I never forget. So I prayed, I never forget. I prayed and I was like, Lord, you're going to have to change me. You're going to have to change me. That was the that was the starting point. It wasn't my turnaround, but it was the starting point. I moved from Indiana to Texas. When I moved to Texas, that, I believe, was an eye-opener for me because my parents got back together. And then we moved to Texas. And uh, when I moved back to Texas, 
I had to deal with new people, right? So I no longer, that label, I had, I still had it, but it didn't really exist because I'm in a new place, right? So I'm in a new place, new school. Um, I got a chance to turn things around. Turn things how around. Old, how old were you when you moved? I was 17. 17. And what, because of like their job that made you move? Or? My parents got back together and my dad lived in Texas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. My dad lived in Texas. My parents got back together. But I was 17. I started a new school. So I did. I was able to turn turn that that label around. I started with um, a whole different school, a whole different group of people. I, I didn't try to meet anybody. I knew a handful of people. I, um, I tried to keep a good, straight, narrow path with the teachers, you know. So when I graduated, like I said, they graduated me because I had a bad, my, my GPA was not good. But they had a program here in Texas called a workforce program. So I was able to get on that program and graduate through that. But when I started in the real world, that's when my challenges is really start showing up because you know I didn't apply myself in school and then they didn't try to help me in school is when my challenges started really showing up so I had to self-educate myself I had to get books I had to get I had tapes I had the little uh, microphone I carried around I would um, speak everything into that I would listen to audio books so I can pronounce things correctly because I had a I could I didn't and I, I could speak, but I had a, you know, I didn't learn. I didn't learn anything. So I had to self-educate myself. So I had to get audio books. I would listen to audio books. I would look at the news. I would look at speakers to make sure everything, to make sure I was speaking properly and pronouncing things correctly. So I went through a, like five to 10 years of that before um, to feel comfortable, you know, to say, to even talk around people because I used to be real shy just because I knew that part of my life was um, I was always afraid people would judge me or, or talk about me because I was not equipped, you know, equipped because I didn't, I had a learning disability or, you know, the challenges I faced in school. So I, I, I had to keep my mouth closed. Well, I didn't have to. I chose to keep my mouth closed because I was afraid to speak and people may make fun of me or think that I was less educated, you know. And then I would go behind closed doors and educate myself. And I did that. And when I tell you the feeling that is still not a good feeling because I still felt like I was labeled. I still felt um, like it was, um, I was less than I still felt like um, people were um, judging me. I still, I still wear, I was still wearing the label, you know, that they gave me. I was still wearing it, even in my adult years, my early adult years. And it was just, I would cry at night, you know, I would cry and be like, Lord, girl, I'm about to get emotional. Be like, why me? You know, what's wrong with me? You know, it was just, it was, it was very challenging. You know how many people out there can really relate to your story right now that are literally today, right now, going, why me? Mm-hmm. Why is this happening to me? Why do I deserve this? I'm such a good person. I'm doing this. Like, I care. Like, I'm, I'm not a mean person. Why is right. this happening to me? Right, right. And, and girl, when I tell you, um, I would get good jobs. I would do, <laughs> I would get good jobs, but I would be so intimidated because... If you were just a nudge 
like read a little bit better than me or wrote write a little bit better than me I was intimidated I was intimidated I was like oh you know I'd start feeling like less thin but I'm gonna tell you I call myself a Moses this is what Moses God gave me he would say you are better he would give me assignments to do and I'd be like Lord this is where Moses would come in. I'd be like, Lord, I can't do that. I can't talk. I can't write. I mean, you know, I can't write that good. I can't talk that good. I can't speak that language. And he will always say, I have an errand for you. You can do this. He will always give me the strength and show me, you know, you can do this. And I would push myself a little bit further and I would go a little bit further. And it was just because I I had a relationship an unknowing relationship with him. When I say unknowing, I didn't know what a relationship with the Lord was, but I just knew I would talk to him and we, you know, and I would feel the strength from him. But it was, it was because of him, girl, that I can do that. And I never forget when he came to me and said he wanted me to go to college. Jenny, girl, I'm telling you, that was a three month battle. I was like, Lord, do you know my you know how I graduated? I had a girl, I graduated with a 2.1 GPA. You know, that's I don't even I, know my number. I don't even know my number. I was so bad at school. Jenny. So you know what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, girl, he was when when he was asking me, I, I cried for three months. I said, Lord, I can't do that. You know how I am in school. I can barely I'm you know what level reading level I'm on. You know, I cannot do that. He, for three months, people were coming to me that I worked with, was giving me pamphlets for university. They didn't even know I was going through this struggle for three months. They didn't know I was three months at home just like bawling. I would literally cry when it would just boil up in me. And I was like, Lord, I can't do that. This, this, these people are smarter than me. I'm going to be behind. I'm an adult student, girl. And then when I, when I submitted and I went to school and... And I did. I got my undergraduate. It was a challenge. It was a challenge because I still had to, because I have dyslexis. Dyslexia. I can't even say it. You know, I have that, which back then you were either smart or retarded or dumb. Okay. I was labeled that in school. And you were either smart. I think it's because of our age. Yeah. So where we were, you know, growing up, that was the same for me. Um, I'm not dyslexic, but I do have ADD. Like, I know yeah. I'm, like, either ADD or ADHD. I've never been labeled or yeah. diagnosed. But, girl, my mind is going, whoo, I got, like, a million things going on. And I, I don't, I don't know if I told you this, but I failed out of my freshman year of high school. Um, my, my guidance counselor called me down that, that year and said, you know, what happened? What did it, what happened this year? I go, what do you mean? Right. I was all cocky and everything. Like, yeah. what do you mean? What happened this year? First year is done. Yeah, peace out. Right. And he's like, what? He's like, girl. He's like, um, that ad- attitude ain't gonna get you anywhere. He goes, just so you know, what you did this year, you will not graduate with your Whoa. class of 1990. And I was like, man, he put a foot in my mouth. I was like, what? Like, go back. Like, excuse me, what did you just say? Can you repeat that? Wow. And he's, he's like, you don't have enough credits to graduate with your class. So I'm like, all right. Okay, hold up. Well, what do we need to do to fix this? How can I fix this? He goes, um, well, <laughs> you're going to have to take two years of night school and two years of summer school to get the credits that you need. Wow. 
Wow. And I was like, all right, all right, done. Because there's no way I'm going to be a failure. I will graduate with my class. There's no way I will graduate with the class of 91 or anything. No way I'm going to get this done. But it was like that minute right there when he told me that I was not going to graduate. I was like, I better get my stuff together. Wow. I struggled. Yeah. I mean, I was not an honor roll student. Yeah. I was pulling C's and D's and maybe or whatever yeah. you are like a and gym yeah. Right? yeah but like i get you i i was there like school's not my thing Mm-mm. i'm telling you girl it was a ch- and i think for me it was a challenge because i had i was i was still dealing with what you know my parents being separated divorced and then um then the second child attached to my dad having two sisters under me you know and i i didn't have to um play the big sister role i play i chose to play the big sister role i wanted to help my mom you know so i wanted to you know i had you know i had all that to deal with which was you know my choice in some areas you know what i mean but the thing is when i when i went back to school and and school undergraduate was hard for me it was hard because i still had not recognized my challenges you know what i mean I knew that I had a learning, um, I ain't gonna say learning problem. I knew I learned different than most people because um, I self-taught myself. So I knew I knew what it took to get me to to do things. But the teachers that I had to, you know, at the university, they didn't know. They had to get to know me. But the glory is, I had some loving teachers at Dallas Baptist University that um, that took to me, and they. They understood because, I mean, they understood and they helped me and we had recognized the, the different learning patterns I had and they were able to um, um, help me and give me resources and stuff. Girl, when I tell you I use all my resources, I use all, they said go to the learning center, went to the learning center. So I used all my resources. So that was able to help me. So that helped me, um, helped me a lot in, in my current life now, you know. Because um, if I wouldn't, and if I would have kept fighting the Lord on that, fighting him on going back to school, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today because that helped me to get a jump start. Because that not only helped me get a jump start, I went right into the master program. I got two masters. I got an MBA and a master's. And I was, I mean, because I said, Lord, okay, I got so in the zone. I was like, well, if you want me to finish this, I'm finished this. I got to have another degree. I said, if I do this, then I can't stop with this one. I can't stop with just the undergraduate. I need to keep going. So I get uh, Dr. Janice under my name, which I am enrolled in the PhD program. But um, that's okay. what it was. Girl, it was, but you know what? You have to, you have to push through no matter what. You have to take the naysays and show them through the glory of God, that things can be better than what they say. You know what I mean? If you, Because if I would have stayed in the label, then I wouldn't have moved. I wouldn't have done anything. You know what I mean? I would have just been that, the label that they gave me. You're going to be nothing. You are, you know, because they took me from regular classes and put me in special ed, girl. Special ed. And I tell people all the time, just because you was in special ed don't mean you ain't special. I'm special. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yes, I love that. Oh, oh, your message is so powerful. 
Thank you, girl. It's it's the truth. It's God. It's who I am. It made me. I wouldn't have it any other way because if the drive I have for for life, for my business, for people to help people, it's because of what I've been through. And you know, everything we go through is never for us. It's always for someone else. And that's what the words say. It's always for someone else. So I am here to to lift up my sisters and my brothers and show them what is possible. Because let me tell you, like I said, I self-educated myself. When I self-educated myself, I was probably on a fourth or fifth grade level of reading when I started. And I was an adult self-educating myself. And then went on to college. And when I say, I graduated with both of my masters with a 3.6. GPA 3.6 now that that's better than what I had but you know what I challenged myself I applied myself I believed in myself I re I broke the labels off for me I I no longer hold let them hold me hostage I just I just said you know what I'm better I'm God got me here for a reason I'm here to be more than what someone else believed in. I have to believe in myself. I know because he believed in me. Because everything he has me to do is beyond my reach, girl. Beyond my reach. Beyond what I thought. I would people people who know me back then, even my closest friends, they're like, girl, if only people knew how you were about school and the things that were said about you. And you are accomplishing these things. It's just, it's because it's in, it was always in me. I had to pull it out and believe in it. It's always in you. You have, it's in us. We have it. We have to believe and we have to pull it out and push through in spite of everything. Push through. Because that's what exactly it was. I had to push through. It, and even days like, you know, we still have challenging days. You know, there's days we get up and we're like, not feeling it those are yeah but those are the days we have to push it you're not going to be on every single day of your life but accept it listen to your body Mm -hmm. and just know that maybe you're going to have to have a rest day and today's just not going to be your day to go be shining in the world yeah but take a rest and just kick you know put your feet up read a book chill like it's okay like that's just don't let that stay for weeks because yes. then you know like you're starting to fall into a depression and again and you get you know but a day or two recoup and get right back up on it exactly and that's what i tell myself and, and my clients and stuff because you know you know me being a trainer i tell them i said when you don't want to go to the gym or you don't want to come and see me that's the day you need to come and see me you know that's the day you need to that's the day you need it the most you know and that's how i tell myself the days that i'm like i'm not feeling it, i'm like no this is the day first i get in the word i get in him and then i push through and go and deliver you know because then because that it's going to be powerful it's more powerful when i don't want to do it because it's you know it's coming from a powerful place because I'm having to push myself through it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So was your um, was your guidance in life then to you? Would you feel that was God speaking to you then? Yes, it was. I can remember. Um, I can remember. That's why I said I, I had a relationship, but not knowing I had a relationship because I can remember having conversations with him and just be like talking to him. 
and in him guiding me but I'm not knowing you know what I mean because I'm not that spiritual or that religion I just you know my grandmother had a strong relationship my mom had a strong relationship so I saw that so I knew I could talk to him because they talked to him you know what I mean but him guiding me so it was like a unconscious so my, my feel on that, because not everybody's going to understand that, and they're going to be like, well, I don't believe, or what mm-hmm. that doesn't happen for me, or I don't hear anybody, you know, I don't have a conversation. Right. But I believe that we're all messengers in this world. So yeah. if God doesn't actually, like, speak to you, or because you're not open or, like, receiving, I think that message could also come out on somebody else coming into your life. Mm-hmm. So, like, my guidance counselor helped me graduate and like really he was like take my hand I got you I will guide you through you will be okay Mm. he had my back in high school and helped me build my career of like doing hair Mm -hmm. and then got out to the world and then I was lost for a while you know I still opened up my own business at 22 years old you know people told me it wasn't possible or you're ridiculous you're crazy don't even do that but I did I followed my intuition right I did what I don't like tell me what to do I mean, <laughs> tell me what to do i think i'm gonna like just go and do it anyway yeah that's I'm me gonna, i'm gonna up you i'm gonna go really i can't watch me yeah that's that's how i am but and then it took me like years later for somebody to come into my life and bring me into the personal development mm, that's and then good. i hired a coach mm-hmm. and then i had a mentor and like help like get me through and, and i'm telling you the universe god higher power whatever right, you yeah. believe in there is something out there that is guiding you correct set me up for success for like because when taylor broke her back i was strong enough to be able to handle what life threw my way mm-hmm. i had gained the strength in, in lifting weights mm. um, my nutrition was great and my mindset mm, that's good unstoppable mm-hmm. and when i look i didn't see it then but everything in life happens for a reason. I think if you could go back on and look at what happened in your past, it'll like be like, that's why that happened. Oh, that's why that happened. Yep. So you guys, for you listening out there, our listeners, you know, just because you may not like believe in God or whatever, just know there is something out there that's guiding you. So that, that little like gut intuition, like you're feeling butterflies, mm-hmm. you're feeling this, listen to that mm-hmm. it is trying to tell you something and if you keep getting repeated something over and over again like bad relationships you can't find a good one or your jobs like suck or whatever maybe but it keeps repeating in your life that is a lesson that god life the universe is trying to teach you and literally is screaming at you going wake Oh, yes. like, this is not for you. Mm-hmm. There's something better out there. And I think they need to understand and feel that that just because you're being repeated something over and over again doesn't mean that you're being punished. It just means that you have not learned the lesson that they were trying to teach you. That is so true, girl. That is so true. Because you know we have bumped our head a couple of times. I'm circle and circle. I know I have. I was just like, yep. okay. Okay, it's a wake-up yes. call. Yes. For the ones listening on our podcast, they don't see our heads moving, but yes, yes. 100% yes. Yes, exactly. And that's one that, you know, I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. But you're right. God, um, the you know, whatever you believe, it, it touched you in different ways through people, um, through dreams, 
through um through you know because it's right here in your heart within your heart is what you should be acting on you know because i always tell my customers or my friends that um the enemy talks to the mind god speak to the heart because you know that's what you know all the bad thoughts and stuff is right here you know so um but if you doing that personal development, girl, I love that because I'm all about that personal development. But when you're doing that personal de- development, you have the tools to fight off that negative thoughts. So that's can good. You imagine, can you imagine if our teachers had personal development when they taught us? Girl. Can you imagine the, the lives that they can impact mm-hmm. on little kids early on? But I believe that what happens is that our teachers don't have personal development and they have struggles in their own life so maybe they were let down so they're not going to believe in you that is so true especially back then too because you know we're in, in a different time and i know that different from now they didn't they didn't know the difference between because we all learn different like you said you know you have a different learning palette i do we all have different struggles I don't think they took the time. Now, there, there is a such thing as behavioral studies now, which I don't even know if they had behavioral studies back then. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think they did. Yeah, because then, then they would have took the time and can see the difference in different individuals or students, you know? And that's where I think that's where I think the, the system failed us at. You know, I'm not going to say they completely failed us, but in that form, I believe that's where they did the best that they could with the tools that they were provided yes it's just like us it's like we did we do the best we can but my thing is like you know if you have personal development under your belt and you have health and wellness Mm -hmm. like mindset and all that stuff there's no excuses for you to be like you know not having a good relationship with your parents or your children or whatever because we have the tools of growth and knowledge exactly when people don't have that in their lifetime, how are they going to be strong enough to handle the labels that you were dealt or the doctors telling my daughter she'll never walk again and things like that? Like, we just have to have that strength and that power and that not that mindset has to be there. Like, that's key. Like, don't let people label you. Mm-hmm. Don't let people tell you that you're stupid or right. you're fat or you're ugly or you're not worth it. You'll be nothing without me or this or that. Like, you know, just stand in your power mm-hmm. and work on you. Yeah. And just know, look in the mirror and know that you're worth it, man. You're yes. beautiful. You're powerful. You can do anything, anything that you put your mind to. Yeah. But it's in here. It's in here. Yeah. Do not let the voices of the world take you down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna rise up and become the best version that you can possibly be. Amen. Girl, that's it. Yes, yes. That's it right there. So for everybody listening, I want you to leave them with a bit of knowledge or advice from you. Like what what advice would you give them? And what do you do? So if they wanted to get a hold of you and they wanted to follow you and stuff, I'll we'll put your you could drop tell me your Facebook and your Instagram and all that. Like give that to them so they can go and follow you and like just tell them like what you do. So I'll tell what I do and then I'll leave a, a nugget at the end. Um, I'm a personal trainer, a group fitness instructor, and a certified nutrition. So I do health and wellness 
um, mindset, body, spiritual, and soul. I try to tackle every last one of them. Um, my Facebook page is Janice Page. I have BB, BB Health and Wellness Facebook page. Instagram. Sorry. Instagram is... Um, Okay, I'm sorry. Instagram is vegan underscore life underscore style. And then I have one for GR4TH. That's my podcast. I also have a podcast, Get Ready for the Dress. It's uh, it, it tackles everything that I, I, I'm doing, health, wellness, mindset, spiritual. Um, so that's, that's my information right there. But what I want to leave you guys with is believe in yourself. You can, we can, we can take on this world. We can change this world. We are here to plant seeds for someone else. I'm about that seed. So when I say about that seed, because that's your legacy. You know, we, our kids and our loved ones, but your legacy is people who you, you impact. You impact, you know, it, it can, it, it's going to be more than your family. Um, so plant seeds. Be about that seed planting. Um, also, you just want to you want to um, personal develop yourself. If you're never done any personal development, like Jenny said, t- take that challenge. Take that challenge because you're gonna grow so much. You're gonna grow so much. You're gonna learn who you are, and then when you learn who you are, you can be a better person to the next person. Not only that, because you're gonna bring somebody up with you. It's all about, like I said, planting seeds. So you grabbing, Jenny grabbed my hand. She said, "Join me here." I grabbed somebody else's hand. Said, "Join me here." They grabbed somebody else's hand, and and, and it's just a ripple effect. And that ripple effect is your legacy because you it started with you impacting that one person and they going to impact somebody else. And so you're being the example, being in the example, because that's what we are. We are in exam, examples impacting other people's lives and leaving that legacy. I'll leave you with this. My grandmother died in 2002. Um... I wrote her poem. I wanted to put it on her obituary, but it was so many people that wanted to write, um, a, say something about her. I was mad. I was angry because I was like, these people ain't her family. I'm her granddaughter. But let me tell you something. My grandmother impacted so many people's lives. We had the funeral set for two hours. It went for four hours because the, there was a line after door. I'm gonna tell you how crazy I am. I'm sitting outside, me, my mom, and my sister, because we we emotional, right? But God turned me around, and he said, look at these seeds your grandmother sowed. These are people who lives she touched. People were running up to me I have not seen since I was five years old saying, oh, grandma, I want to go say goodbye to grandma. And I'm looking at them saying, that ain't your grandma. That's my grandmother. God was like, they were, they were there when you were 2,000 miles away. You, when you couldn't come and help her, they were coming to help her. My grandmother, let, she had kids from all over. And what I'm saying to you is those was the seeds she sowed and they wanted, they, she didn't give birth to them. So they weren't, they weren't her grandkids. They weren't her daughters. They were people's lives she impacted. that they wanted to stand in line for four hours to come and say goodbye to her. Girl, that's powerful. Oh, that is beautiful.
So that's what I'm about to see. So you be about to see, because that's the legacy. Because those people still reach out to our family today. That's her legacy. Not just me, those people she impacts. So that's what we need to be about, the legacy, the impact, the seeds. So what book would you recommend? What book changed your life or what started it off? What recommendation of a personal development could you leave them with? I would, the, the one that I love, so I have two. I have, if I can share. No Matter What by Lisa Nichols is powerful. Her story is powerful. Um, oh, yeah, and I can relate to her because uh, I can relate to her. And this is like my all-time favorite. You can see I got business book. It's um, T.D. Jakes. Basically, um, soar. So basically, then you're just building your business and flying with it against the odds. Those are my two current powerful ones. Um, like, Do you a, listen to Les Brown. Girl, yes, I listen to Les Brown. I listen to, um, yeah. Makes me laugh. Yes, he, he's funny. He is so funny. I can relate to him because he, you know, he talked about how they labeled him. Yep. Yes, I can relate to him. I love it. Like the power of laughter and how that is. Like, even though he's like inspiring and motivating people, he makes people laugh. He goes, Can you imagine what he goes, what laughter does to us mm -hmm. so instead of having stress and crying what laughter brings to what it does to our body our yeah. organs all everything and i'm like oh gosh i love it and literally i'm literally i'm driving and i'm cracking up yeah i'm like for myself and i'm cracking up i'm telling you it's just life is um this life is great we, we're so I'm so honored and blessed just to be here you know I just turned 53 this year this last week but I was just like I'm just grateful because I'm still able to impact impact people I'm still able to to um, learn I'm still able to do everything that um, I'm I, that I'm able to do you know to um, God's blessed me to do I'm still able to work out work out twice a day you know teach two classes a day plus get my own workout in you know because you don't have to right you want to do and you get to exactly there's a lot of people out there that can't but like that what that's what motivates me to work out is that my daughter is limited you know she does mm -hmm. what she does but she works out right so mm -hmm. her her like but I'm like, but I can. Yeah. I can do LinkedIn. I can do that. So I, I do it for the people who can't. Can't. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that's the example. You're, you're, someone sees being, being an example. You know what I mean? So it's, it's all, it's a glorious thing. I just love life. I love life. There's a lot to be grateful for. And we should learn to be grateful for where we at. So when we, while we're grateful for where we at, God or the university or whatever you believe will propel you to the next level in your future. So you guys listening right now, just know that, you know, with Janice's like struggles in life and her labels and everything that she's gone through, look at where she is today. We're not saying that what you went through didn't matter because it does, but what the past just doesn't matter anymore. You have to learn and find someone to help you, whether you get going to therapy, whether you hire a coach or a mentor to help you work through those things, mm -hmm. to understand that this is it. Draw the line in the sand today. This is it. Yes. It's a new start for you. It's a new day today. Yesterday is done. You can't change it. 
forgive, let go, whatever, and today is it. Create a new life today and surround yourself around people that will uplift you and inspire you to be a better version of yourself every single day. Amen.